What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, your host from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results, Miss Mimi Shoneman. Hello, Mimi. Good morning. I'm so glad to see you. Also, very happy to see my friend Shelly Ferris, the credit contessa, is with us as well Good from morning. Caliber Home Loans. Good morning. All right. Now, I feel like we the weather definitely has hit all of us because we came in feisty today you did <laughs> <laughs> now let's just call a spade a spade okay i came in feisty Woo! today she i was like prepared fire. exactly i got my heels on i'm ready i came in ready to do all of this stuff um so shelly before we get to the rest of the conversation let's do your nmls number oh, please let's get thank that you. Out of there yes my personal nmls is 367-826 and caliber home loans 15622 i want to tell you how happy and blessed i feel that you guys are super busy because i know every new Every time I see the news, there's a story in it about how the real estate market is just still bananas. And, and uh, you know, whenever I, I don't see as many of them, and I think there's a reason. Whenever I would drive by and see somebody that had a for sale by owner sign on their yard, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you are insane. You know, there's no way that I want to figure all that stuff out now. And especially with the things, the way things are now. Your words to my heart. Right. Yes, it's so indeed. I just don't, you know, how to navigate all of these things because both of you have like a combined um, history and experience of like hundreds of years, hundreds of years. Like you guys know about stuff from before you were born. Is she just in this in on our Zoom conversation? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Because I think that it is just fascinating because things, as you both have said, have changed so much even over the last, you know, 12 months. When we were already, when we were in the midst of all of the pandemic, COVID shutdown, all stuff, things changed so dramatically from 12 months before that to keep up with everything that's going on is just maddening. Yeah. So congratulations to both of you for managing to do this. <laughs> for, being, for being alive. Exactly. <laughs> Standing up a a another day. There's a no, lot. I'm just going to say something, and you guys can chime in on this. But, you know, we're all coming out of this this crazy period of the world. And, you know, we're, we've got a lot of pent-up energy and pent-up emotions, I would say, mm -hmm. everybody. Right. With almost everybody. Maybe not a priest. Maybe, <laughs> and maybe even them. <laughs> I don't probably know. probably stressed out, too. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to say, give your fellow friend, neighbor, coworker some grace. Right. Mm -hmm. Give them grace, even if you think that you're that they've done something that you don't like or, or what have you, especially in the real estate world. Right. It's hard be prepared for it to be hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard for all of us and we're all human. Okay. So just remember that even though somebody does a job, mm -hmm. they're human. Right. Be I kind. Think, yes. Be and, kind. and it really is. You don't always get to see what happened to that human being, you know, 60 seconds, 60 minutes, you know, 60 hours before you ran into them. Yeah. And I will also say that, you know, it seems that everybody is in a rush, in a panic, because we know how things go. Right. Um, I would actually say that the way things go right now, or maybe even a little bit from a, a timing perspective, when a house hits the market, you might actually have a little bit more time to write your offer than maybe at one point you did. Um, it used to be where it was first in was the winner. That is no longer. 
um, at least not anything that I've seen in the last two years. Agreed. Um, you usually have a, a window of time, which is, is, a, is a blessing. So count that one. Um, but you also, folks, if if you're just starting and you're just listening to us for the first time, we're a real estate show. We talk about a lot of stuff. But let me just give you some advice. And I tell all my buyers this, that you cannot wait until a house is active to make your showing appointment. You run the risk of not being able to get a showing appointment at all. Right. And the seller is always in control. Always. They they control their own home as they should. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they get to make the rules. And so if a particular seller doesn't want overlapping showings as much as a pain in the neck, that is for those of us in the real estate world and our buyers, that is their rules. And we have to respect that. Right. So that just means that if the time blocks are 15 or 30 minutes and those get all swooped up in the first, you know, 24 hours, if they don't have an open house, you don't get to see it. Now, it was at the beginning of COVID where you could say, I'm going to make an offer sight unseen. Now, right. what we're seeing a trend right now is in the notes that if you haven't seen it, you don't get to buy it. Okay. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of that lately. Why do you think that's been that change is coming up? I'll tell you what happened is because people would be making these unbelievably beautiful offers and they didn't see it and then they would pick that offer and over somebody who had actually been in the house and then when they actually got to see it they would cancel and that's not cool mm-hmm. you know right. what i'm saying that's not cool and you know what you as a seller if if that's something that you're thinking about you miss your window of excitement you know that first week you can never top it you can right. just never top it. The amount of enthusiasm and excitement of people wanting to get in and then the demand and then the competitiveness. You never get to see like, you know, multiple people wanting to come in and they see each other in the yard, walking around, talking strategy. And you such. two ladies are successfully relationships. So you don't know that. But that know what I'm about to say. It's very like if you're on a dating app and you just swipe right and say you like everybody. And then you didn't really read their profile or talk to them. And then once they write back, you're like, oh, that's not what I thought. It's very disheartening. <laughs> We're okay. like, why'd you even just pretend like you liked me? Don't swipe all the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> no swiping. No, it's, no, yeah. it's not Dora. Don't do it's that. It's not Dora. It's Tinder. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> yes. You must date the house. Correct. Before you buy yes, it. Yes. Really know the house before yes. you send it a message. Oh, That's yeah. what you should do. You do. You do. Um, <laughs> look at the house. Look at the house. Just like you need to look at my profile picture before you swipe. I'm going to also say this. is if, if you happen to find yourself, and this is for our, our fellow realtors who we love and admire and respect, um, if you find yourself uh, with a buyer that wants to see a house that all the showings are taken, Call the listing agent right. and see if there's a workaround for that. Do what you can. Um, you, sometimes you can't and sometimes you can. But but also listing agents, please, you know, now that things are starting starting to loosen up, please ex- explain how important it is to your sellers that they allow overlapping showings just for that very reason. Right. Um, it's actually, in my humble opinion, it's in their best interest. Um, to allow as many people as possible. And even if that means taking down the showings to a 15-minute time block, and we've had to do that. Right. Um, because the hundreds of showings can only happen, you know, in so many hours. And a seller can only be displaced for so many hours outside exactly. of their house. So that's that. Um, love each other. Be graceful. And um, pray that you have lots of patience because we all need it.
Shelly? Amen. Yes. Yeah, that was your, here, here. your Sunday sermon. <laughs> there we go. Well and let me just tell you, Miss Shannon. Yes. You are fired up today. <laughs> yes, I have some you, stuff going on in my personal life. Uh, so that's what, <laughs> what we know about Miss Shannon is she likes or, organization. I do. And orderliness. And when you throw that off, it gives me, as I put it, palpitations. And mm-hmm. so that is what is going on in my personal <laughs> life. And I am not good at that. I would love to have had this on video. I'm not even oh, kidding. Watching me like clutch my pearls the whole time. Yeah. While yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was and yes. I was like you know what I had to do is I had to walk away and I went and made some tea I have some lavender chamomile tea and so still has caffeine went, no, no no this one doesn't no okay well I no need caffeine some. no so I went and I got my lav- lavender <laughs> chamomile yes. calming tea and sat down and did five minutes of breathing meditation there you go <laughs> well now when when we we're not going to hit the break just yet but right. what we're talking about today we're going to start talking about what actually helps to win bids in bidding wars? Okay. And this was prompted by Ms. Shelley Ferris's uh, manager, yes. Mike Cass. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Go check him out on LinkedIn because he did a little video of this. And we're going to talk it through about what we're seeing in the market. And, you know, the interesting thing and the beautiful thing for all of our listeners is, you know, we get a vantage point from a seasoned mortgage professional like Shelly, who sees lots of purchase agreements come through her desk. And so she gets to see what all the competition is writing Mm -hmm. about and and the things that are winning. It'll be really good to see, like, logical things, because the things that I see in the news are always like the surprise thing like they found out that the owners i mean the the seller's kid wanted a ps5 and so they threw one of those into the offer and those kind of things how common is that exactly (laughs) so i don't think every time you write an offer you put a playstation in it what's that called is that called like uh stalking on facebook oh bribery or maybe the kid threw (laughs) a giant fit yeah in the house like i wanted that for my birthday but didn't get it how about this buyer bring it to me that's interesting i don't know i don't know if i could see a a ps5 in a purchase agreement what about you shelly oh no i don't want to see that no i'm thinking the underwriter's gonna go boo boo hiss yes yes, exactly right right. go away yeah okay so um One of the things that the National Association of Realtors uh, came out with this past week was um, an unprecedented number of cash buyers in the market right now. 20% of offers, cash buyers. Wow. Okay, so we're talking mattress money, man. It's coming from someplace. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. And so underwriter don't get to say about cash. Right, Right. exactly. Well, they've said, though, I mean, mean, we've even talked to some legitimate ways that you can get the cash and and figure out how to do it. Mm -hmm. So, but I I think you also mentioned maybe that you still have to have the offer look right. You have to do certain things. So just because you have a wad of cash doesn't mean you're already necessarily going to win. Right, ladies? I think so. Right. So it has been my experience that in the past, I would say that cash buyers have a certain, uh, je ne sais quoi. Uh Uh-huh. Um, they are looking to have a little, maybe, preferred treatment because mm-hmm. who comes in with a large sum of millions of dollars for cash right. to buy right. houses mm-hmm. right very important people right. exactly. absolutely yes and you so they treat me as such right yes. okay and so those offers generally are you seeing are they much over the list price those are usually coming in at list aren't they yes yes but i'm going to say you know some of our financing is very fine financing. Right. Wouldn't you say, Shelley? I would, I would indeed say that. Yes. yes. I would agree with that. And that if somebody comes with a with a really 
well-known mortgage professional mortgage company, I can go to their office and look them in the face like I'm looking at you right, right now. Right. And I know they have a presence here in the market. Wouldn't you say your conventional financing is wonderful? I would <laughs> I would say that any of my financing is wonderful and just as good as cash. Right. But, you, oh. know, you know, absolutely I would. Absolutely. Okay. Because my pre-approval letter has to be worth something, and it's worth that. There mm-hmm. you go. And mm-hmm. when we come back, let's just uh, dig a little deeper, Michelle. Okay. Let's hear what you mean by that. <laughs> you can also be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results, also with Shelly Ferris, the credit contessa from Caliber Home Loans. If you have any questions that are mortgage or real estate related, as you know, just in general, today is a great day for you to call at 651-641-1071. I'm going to just put this out there. We were talking about... Um, keeping things that you no longer like or right. you once liked it and it's changed. You know, that's something that we specialize in. Did you know that? I, I You have mentioned that to yes. me. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have a, an organizing professional and I work with folks to help them to do just that. I tell you what, if I had a dollar for every time somebody said, no, don't come to the house because I got to clean it first. I got to put stuff away. I got to make it look good for company. No. You don't need to. No. And in fact, the uglier it is, probably I can help you more. Right. Because we have resources. So I just want to put it out there. Because sometimes you're emotionally attached to something for a random reason. Right. That had something to do with maybe when you were 13, you know, kind of thing. And you don't even want it, but you can't emotionally let it go. So I'll give you a story. It's totally off topic, but it just popped into my head. Um I was talking to somebody recently about something that they inherited, you know, and Mm -hmm. you know how emotionally you have that thing and it's, it becomes a, it almost becomes the person who's no longer there. Right. You know, and you're like, ah, I miss that person. Love that person. Ugh, I don't know what to do with this stuff. I don't like it. Yes. You know, it it no longer works for me. Well, but that person will haunt me if I get rid of it. Well, yeah. (laughs) So, exactly. So I hear spirit will be very that. upset. And if there's ever any empathy going on in the world, I have that for people. Right. Because- I told my sister specifically, I'm like, I will not haunt you if you choose not to keep my things after my passing. That as a as a good human being, you need to tell the other human beings in your circle that, that you will not haunt them <laughs> or if they get rid of your well, what things. if you would haunt them? Well then you're a bad person. Oh. Okay. You know what? You need better things to do with your <laughs> yeah, spirit yeah, with than your spirit. to go around and okay. menace people because they don't want to keep your China and your Hubble figures. Oh, okay. Your Hummel figures. So I was I was the benefactor of a of a collection of Linux birds. Um, Are those ceramic? I think mm-hmm. so. Okay. Linux, you know, the mm-hmm. little porcelain birds. You know exactly I think what they're worth about. a lot of money, and I know people collected them because mm-hmm. my neighbor collected them. So my neighbor, when she passed, you know, God bless her, I loved her. Um, she knew I loved birds. So she gave you all of them. So I have a box of birds, mm-hmm. and I love them, but mm-hmm. I, and I can never get rid of them. So what, what, you know, right, indeed. So there you are. There, just put there. it, just put it in your will. There's my story. Put it in your I don't will. know who to give my birds to. Now. I'm going to tell you. I'm giving have to you a bird. No, here's what you do. You put it in your will that after you pass, Miss Shannon will come and auction off all of your things. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, 
and I will handle Shame. your estate auction. Shameless plug. Miss Shannon is a licensed auctioneer. Who give me seventy five? Seventy five, not one hundred. Those birds are worth a lot. And I will try and get every dollar. There you go. There you go. Until somebody says. That no, they're only no. going there, and I'm like, but so. you know what? Here's the thing: if somebody offers you fifty cents or a dollar for my bird, you tell them I will smash this bird before I sell it to you for that. So okay, good to know. There I need you go. to know where they're, it is. There are the rules. What the smash price? Is. Yes, like no. that. That price is disrespectful. I will, I will smash it in yes. your face. Yes, no. I see. And you got to know that. That's honest. These are these are yard sale rules. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody insults your stuff that you take it back in the house. Uh, yeah. Okay, I got it. There you go. <laughs> Full circle right here today. That's why All you right. don't want me to do it because I'd be like the whole yard is five dollars. <laughs> yeah. If you're willing, if you're willing to take the entire I'll, yard of things, and I will deliver I will it, to, it to but you. you have to take all of it. If you <laughs> yeah. have, you can't pick through, you got to take all of it, five dollars because yes. you only want that one album. But you got to take it all, <laughs> or that cool dress from the nineties that has right. the fringe. Yeah. Right, yes. everything else you got to take all of no, it. No, I won't take a dollar for that. No. <laughs> So, See, that's how my go. life is going right now. So welcome. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to our world. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, so it, that's a huge segue from clutter. <laughs> but clutter and hoarding, we are specialists. Yes. And so if you're going, okay, I emotionally do not have the bandwidth and this is real talk. You don't have to worry about it because maybe that's what's holding you up is going, okay, I really need to make some changes in my life. But I only have the bandwidth to do this. If you only can make one phone call, you can call Mimi, and then she will help you with the other domino effects of phone calls that you need to be able to get this done. Yes, because, Mm -hmm. you know, the fact of the matter is, is today's buyers have brilliantly beautiful eyes. They do. They spot excellence in a second. And if your house is not excellent, that's okay. But you have to price it that way. Right. Fair enough. And so, you know, depends on where you are. You know, if you want it to go like in a blue second with 45 million offers. Yep. You know, that's one thing. You got to price it right. You do. And then do certain things. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I just want to give a little bit of stats before me and Shelly start talking about um, what we're talking about bidding strategies. And I love this first one we're going to talk about. But I do still want to let everybody know um, inventory, still one month of inventory when normal is between five and six. Our median sales price again for the month of April has gone up 10 percent. We're now at $337,000 as the median sales price. That is a 10% increase. And that it's crazy. Days on market down to 31. And our sellers get this sellers when they're getting 103.3% of original list price. That's telling you that every house on average in the metro is over asking price. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so for our cash buyers that, that, have asked me in the past, can I go, you know, I'm going to offer, you know, a little bit lower. That is a bad strategy. Mm-hmm. You're wasting your time. And, you know, time is money. And if houses are appreciating at 10%, 17%, whatever they are in your area, and it's it's neighborhood specific, you know, you have got to, to understand that this market might outpay, outpace right, you. Right. You got to get one. You, you got to get one so you can be on board that gaining equity train. Yeah. All right, Shelly. So the first one on your bidding war strategy, I love this one, is to write a heartfelt letter. What do you think about that, Shelly? Well, I think that that's become commonplace. Okay. I think that a lot of people are writing letters. 
today. And so I think that sellers are like, okay, I have 30 offers and 15 of them have letters. So now how impactful is your letter or five of them even? You know what I mean? How impactful is that? It depends on what your letter is. It depends on what you're writing about. If it looks like you just did a a carbon copy letter for every house that you put a buying bid on, it's not going to help. Right. I think it needs to be specific. If you see a lot of cat pictures up and you want to say something about how much you love cats, that might not be a bad idea. Fascinating. Right? But don't put how much you love cats and there's dog pictures all over that house, to your point, Mm. Shannon, that you're just doing Mm -hmm. the carbon copy thing. Gotcha. Okay. So... I have nothing against letters personally, and I love cats. Right. Give me some cat people. Um, But we have a a saying, or at least I coach my clients, especially my sellers. You could easily, within a a blue second, be charged with violating fair housing. Okay. So let's just say that you have gotten a whole slew of letters that's saying, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, please pick me. I'm this. I graduated from there. Um, you and I can see have so much in common because I see that you've got a porpoise in your backyard. And I've right. got one too. Mm-hmm. And mine's name's Fred. Mm-hmm. And then maybe and, they, mm-hmm. you know, the spirit of your pur- porpoise will be kind to my spirit. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. And, yeah. you know, and so then somebody who doesn't get picked go, mm, I had a porpoise too. What you pick me? Um, it just becomes very uncertain. Fair enough. And really, sellers, I mean, I we are all human, and we all jive with who we jive with, whatever. But it could be about the money. Right. And so let's talk a little bit more about that when we come back. You can also call in and be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results and Shelly Ferris from Caliber Home Loans reminding you you can be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. I get all jazzed every time I get to come in here and talk to you and also my uh, co hosts on the health and wealth show because i legitimately like talking about all these numbers <laughs> and nobody else in my circle Inky. wants to hear exactly <laughs> nobody wants to hear all this Aww. stuff i have one girlfriend that cares about all this stuff but the rest of them are like can we just talk about comic books yeah. or like normal geek stuff or what i'm watching on netflix but i'm like i read this article about housing appraisals <laughs> i would like your opinion yeah, you can <laughs> call you us. Exactly, yeah. and I'm like, Mimi and Shelly will care. <laughs> they're up. Surely they're up. For sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, so we're talking about things that we see on purchase agreements that help to, uh, well, you know, Shelly, you called them bidding strategies. Right. And so I'm of the opinion that I don't personally care for my sellers to accept letters. And the reason of that is because our one of our corporate attorneys in the past said that that could be an, an issue. So uh, if you don't if you don't get a letter and you don't see a letter, you can't be charged with anything. Fair enough. Um, you're just looking at your bottom line. But um, now it's up to the seller whether or not they're going to accept those letters. So buyers, you know, until they tell you no, why not? Right. right? If right. I'm going to receive a letter, you know what I'd really want to hear in my letter? I want to hear what your credit score is. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to hear what you got in the bank. Well, I want to well, make sure of, that it's going to go. Well, that's you know, one of the. Well, that's one of the not edgy, but strategies is letting them know more than you normally would let them know. You know what I mean? Why not let them know that? Why not let them know their credit score? Why not tell them how much money you make per month? Why not tell them not your social security number, right? (laughs) 
but why not give them a paycheck? Is this and new blacking out the stuff that shows? You know what I mean? Is this new information, Shelly? Because I feel like a lot. Like if I asked my mom about when I was going to bid on oh. my house before, she'd have been like, "Oh no!" Like they were they were still going from that mentality of you should always try and get a deal and you don't want to give them too much information because then they'll know that they can charge you more and those things. Mm-hmm. Is it just that the world is so different now because Mimi was had that, that thing where things are everything's going above um, asking offers and those things? Is that part of it now? Is like, nope, just accept the fact that the world we live in right now is you are not going to be able to quote unquote get a deal or negotiate down or try and walk away from that? Is that just not where we're at? Okay, so I never, I don't like to use the word never because there's always there's always that exception. Um, and it depends on what you consider a deal. Okay. You know, so um, being able to find a house that maybe is a little more fixer than you ordinarily would have wanted, but you're in the neighborhood you want and you've got some yard, maybe that's your deal. Um, whereas you're, you're not necessarily in an older neighborhood that has really small lots that you, you're right up next to people. The trend right now we're seeing is a lot of people are looking for more open spaces, um, for, for a variety of reasons, Fair enough. um, to have places to run in the backyard, to plant a garden, um, just to have some serenity, mm-hmm, you know, to mm-hmm. be honest with you, a good place to go sit with a tea and a book. Um, right. but you know, to, just redefine what you're what you consider getting a good deal. And I think that, you know, when you look at it and you try to find the silver lining, not necessarily the price, because we all see what's happening with prices. They are continuing to go up. But, you know, Shelly, I'd like your, you to chime in with this is, you know, you can't outrun this market. If you think I'm just going to sit back and wait till next year and see what happens, then next year you're going to be even far more diff- more unhappy really 100 percent. because i have a whole drawer full of people that waited out last year <laughs> you know what i mean that are just fit to be tied that they're in this year's market but right forecasting ahead i mean i don't know what your numbers are showing but what we're hearing is is we've got at least another two to three years of this because okay. of the inventory all right because the demand is so big it's not just the pandemic it's a whole school of things that have come together and by golly, the millennials have finally decided to buy a house. Right. You know, we've been waiting for them for, yes, <laughs> yes. You're a millennial out there. And like, you're we knew here. you were well here because there was a lot of them. I mean, we were talking about how many we have, you know, it clearly, you know, they, they outnumber all of us Gen Xers, you know, mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. much so. Right. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, so millennials, they kind of get a bad rap. I will have to say sometimes, you know, they have high expectations. They do. Mm-hmm. Um, they are looking for a certain thing, but they've also witnessed a whole lot of garbage. Right. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And, and if anybody's got PSTD or mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. that's said, right. PTSD, yep. PTSD, yep. PTSD yep. that mm-hmm. way. Um, it, you know, it's that generation because they've watched many people that they've know go to, through floor closure. They've had short sales. Now they've had a pandemic and they've had massive student loan debt. So bravo millennials. If you're out there now and you're, you're, you've got your gloves on and you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we wish you nothing but success and want right. to help you get success. Mm-hmm. Um, now, why did I say that? I have no idea. Um, but what well, I mean, when we're talking more about how we are going to 
count the where we're at right now in the market and going, no, this is going to be where we're at for the next couple of years. Right. Like Shelly said, I think it does come into play with the number of people that are out there, like the millennials and all those things, because we are going to probably continue to see a high volume of potential buyers and we're still going to have tight inventory, right, ladies? Mm-hmm. So there's no point in sitting there going, yeah, if you wait it out, things are going to go down. Right. Like, I think that some people in my, like my age group, all those Gen Xers are going, well, we thought that before and then it dipped and look what happened to me in 2008. So maybe that because our younger sisters and the millennials are going, well, we saw that happen to them. Maybe we can wait. So you're saying it's not going to probably we don't know as a crystal ball, probably not going that direction. So, Shelly. Um, interest rates, mm-hmm. if they go up 1%, what were they last, last week for you? Oh, let's see here. Boy, last week was so long ago. <laughs> 3%. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely three. Okay. Yeah. Maybe a little hair under, but yeah, right there. Okay. Yeah. So if interest rates go up 1%, that, that is going to charge you an 11% deficit okay. on your purchase power. That's that's the rule. And so if you are buying at 300,000, just go ahead and deduct 11% off of that total and that's what you'll be able to buy okay. if that happens. Now, add that to the fact that interest that housing prices are continuing to go up right now at almost 11%. Mm-hmm. You also factor that in. So right. really working against each other. If you're looking at 300 and 1% interest rate happens and it can, it keeps a keeps going up you're really looking at 250 ish um no calculator here um so just keep in mind that's why we say you can't outrun it right and so it's better to buy the biggest thing i see happening with buyers right now is is perfection and expertise mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. what they're looking for perfection and it, that's so interesting to me because when i when i was looking at my first house that was not in my mindset right i it really wasn't and you know you saw ugly you know you saw dated and you just knew in your head you could change it right um, I'm gonna pull all this stuff out of here. Yeah, anyway. that's, right, right. that's gone. That's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I felt. I was like, well, it looks all cute and Brady Bunchy in here now, but it's not gonna do that anyway. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna rip all this stuff that's out how, anyway. I think a lot of people start that way, though. But, they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there's a certain group of folks that I don't know what it is. If it's media that's conditioning for perfection, that would rather have the little house perfect than to have an, a, a better location or more space. Right. Um, and, and work. And some Buying work. a project, And basically. so maybe it's just that people are working more today and they don't have the time. Uh, maybe it's because that we have a, a serious shortage of, of able-bodied contractors right. that can do the work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to the point, would up 400% year over year. Um, that's why new construction, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I heard it. Okay. So this is not in our market. This is from another market. Okay. Somebody told this story to me. I couldn't believe it. But, um, somebody said that they, this is from a realtor in a different state said that they had a client that made an offer on new construction and had that offer on there for three or four months. And then that builder came back and canceled them. Um, because costs of were costs high. were too high. Wow. And I'm like, no, how can that be? So if it happens someplace else, could it happen here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I've heard of it happening here. Okay. Actually, here is mm-hmm. happening too, where wow. builders, yeah, they're getting so, this was, it was happening a little bit earlier in the spring when the whole, you know, lumber shortage 
didn't really hit everything yet. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, several purchase agreements. Either either you'll pay this much more or we'll cancel. And the builder kind of has you because they've got the inventory. They're just going to sell it to somebody else. So if you're not willing to pay that well, much more, there's a contract, though. That's the part that's yeah. like, what? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So just weird, weird, Stuff. interesting things right. happening. Anyway, back to the subject. Um, appraisal gap. Let's talk about that. So we're seeing so many offers that are going. So let's just say, Miss Shannon, you and I go shopping for a house. Right. It's three fifty. Yes. And you're like, I want that house. I don't care what happens. You get it for me. Let's do it. And I'm like, okay, well, let's we're talk have about to go above the offer. Let's talk about what your cash position is. That's where yes. I always start with. Mm-hmm. So, Miss Shannon, do you have a hundred thousand dollars in cash? No. No. Mm-mm. Are you sure? We can find it someplace. Okay, we'll find it. Okay, Okay. all right, we'll find it. Yes, I have $100,000 in cash. Okay, so now, and I know what I'm playing with. You got your financing through here, Miss Shelly Ferris at Caliber Home Loans. Yes. And I know you've got some available cash that if you needed to. I could throw it in. You could throw it in. So what the appraisal gap says that Mr. and Ms. Seller, in the event that the house doesn't appraise, our buyer is so wonderful that they are going to pay this much money if in the cash. house, if the house doesn't appraise, okay, and so that's really that's just really giving a gift right mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. making up the difference yes. between the appraised value low yes. and the sale price, which was higher. Exactly, yes, exactly. Wow. And so, okay, how much of that would you be willing to do? And that's what we're seeing our buyers having to do out there in the market right now. So you need to have that discussion up front as we're going. Okay, if is that happening? more often than not or just enough that you need to have the conversation i would say that it's almost happening all the time okay fair mm-hmm. enough uh, where they're coming in low mm-hmm. no oh no oh no that the offers are written that way yes yeah, right the offers are written that way all the time but, but as far as them coming, coming in low, low they're not they're, they're not they're always like one in ten maybe okay that's what i wondered as well it depends on how, how high you go though mm-hmm. okay. See, that's the thing um if you're bidding on a three hundred thousand dollar house and you go over a hundred there's going to be a problem with the appraisal, right, probably. Right, right. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I know that sounds ludicrous, but I'm telling you what I'm seeing is that people are really, they're really swinging for the fences. Right. right. So well, we do employ a little bit of a strategy when we order appraisals, mm-hmm. and that is that I'll, I'll look at the calendar and go, okay, you're closing on the 28th of June. You wrote the purchase agreement on the 20th of May. Why would I order the appraisal on the 20th of May? Let's wait until the 1st of June. Let the May closings happen. Give us some comps to right. choose from. And at least give us a fighting chance at getting this over and above the list price. You know, target. Yeah, because the more comps you have closer to the day that you close is is more relevant, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's more real time. And, you, you know, you can certainly look at the things that are pending and say, okay, well, I assume that this is going to happen, but until you see what actually happens, you don't know. Right. But don't be surprised if your real estate professional says, you know, about this appraisal gap. You're, we're seeing people pay a certain percentage. We're seeing people pay a certain flat dollar amount. We're seeing some people say, forget about it. I'll just go to the next house. And we're seeing some people actually say, whatever it is, I'll cover I want it, it all. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that is the extreme that we're seeing on the appraisal gap. And it does put a lot of, of pressure because it's kind of like a it's kind of like a silent auction in all honesty. Okay. Because people say, Well, what should I do? Well, mm, I right. don't know. You I know? don't know. Exactly. What yeah. can you do? You don't like, have what to do, do what you want to do. on it. What, right. are, what are you willing to do and what can you stand stomach 
to actually put forth if it if it were to happen. So that's an appraisal gap. All right. Well, when we get back, we're going to cover some more ways that you can win that bidding war that you're probably going to be in if you're trying to get that house of your dreams. You can also be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Also, I want to remind you that you can just keep us in your pocket if you download the app to your phone. If you're going up to the cabin, wherever you're going, sitting out at the lake, take us with you. Just download the app. You can also register for some great prizes if you do that as well. Here with my good friend Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and, of course, my friend Shelly Ferris from Caliber Home Loans. You know what? You just want to get the house, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just help mm-hmm. you get the house, but also make wise decisions yes. as you're doing this. And if you want to feel good about what's happening here, just read about what's happening in Australia, and that'll make you feel better about oh, all stuff. Which one? <laughs> the one about the, rat, the rats? Well, I'm talking about the cost of the housing. Oh, well, <laughs> I am going to send you the story about how there is a rat infestation in Australia. Oh, I thought you meant that. No. They're running oh, I around. I forget. You know, I can't come up with a story that you don't already know about. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I you do with my spare time. I'm like, you know, who am I talking to here? That's all that's I do. Right. That's all I do is just read there random facts. So sorry. All right. So we're talking about how to win, win bids. And so we have seen an uptick in rent backs. Mm-hmm. And so what right. is a rent back? Right. So rent back is you buy the house. You close on the house, you the buyer, mm-hmm. but you don't get to move into it because the seller who currently is the owner before we close is going to rent from you until mm-hmm. they find another house up to six months. Okay. That's yes. allowable. That is allowable. Mm-hmm. And so they put a, a deposit down. They agree to insure the house mm-hmm. just like they would. And you hold the damage deposit in an interest bearing account, just like a, a tenant landlord situation. Um, and normally that works out just brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, however, um, I don't have any personal stories, thank goodness, knock on wood, mm-hmm. but you want to be think about these things, especially in the current state of what's happening with tenants and landlords, right? Um, the eviction moratorium specifically. Um, could that come into play if mm-hmm. you agree as a buyer uh, to do a rent back to the seller? What happens if the seller becomes incorrigible and then doesn't move because right. they say, I don't have to move because right. of everything this, that's going on with this moratorium this, mm-hmm. and I haven't found a house and now I'm homeless. So, you know, it sounds easy. It sounds, you know, clean and neat. But it, there is risk there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, there's and, risk. And so Absolutely. you want to think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it goes well, but it is something that sellers are asking for, and it's something that we're seeing in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So be take that with a be ready for note that. of caution. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're also seeing, which is causes great anxiety, is purchasing as is and waiving your inspection contingency. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, Ladies, Miss Shelley Ferris from Caliber Home Loans, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how many purchase agreements last month did you see that waived the inspection? I would say 80% of them waived inspection. Almost every one of them. Now, normally, though, if they're waiving the inspection, but so this is, I probably went and looked at the house myself and eyeballed it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm hoping and putting all of my, my, you know, that, that I didn't miss something 
from my eyeball check right. in the 15 minutes that I had to walk through the right. house. Right. You, okay. the, the radio personality with the great eyes for any kind of I'm errors like, with the house. This clearly <laughs> looks structurally sound. Yes. Right. I don't need to have anybody come look at it. What yes. a difficult scenario to be put in mm-hmm. as a potential buyer. It's a horrible position. Let's all just go ahead and own that. Because look, I, I bought the house I was renting. And still had an inspection. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm like, like right. maybe I'm like, exactly. Yeah. I'm all like, no, let somebody look deeper. Maybe I just, you know. <laughs> and let's talk about that. So, right. So you'd live there. You knew what it was like. Yeah, and did they there find seven anything? years. No. Okay. But it was still good for them to say, you know, that thing, you know, that's probably going to break eventually. I'm like, oh, yeah, I knew about that stuff. So they didn't bring up anything that was a surprise to me. But I was still like, I was curious when the report came back because there could have been. I never dug around in a crawl space or checked out the, right. you know, just stuff that Who you do don't that? do. Exactly. So, Maybe I should, but I don't. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then 15 minutes, you don't really have the time. Right. Um, now, what we are seeing is some buyers are choosing to do a, a walkthrough inspection where they hire the inspector to come along with okay. during their 15 minutes. I personally have never had anybody do it. Okay. Um, and I honestly can't fathom what they're going to see. So and just as a, a nugget, you can't just bring somebody in somebody else's house. Okay. You can't just do what you want and get the ladder out and do the thing. Right. You really need to let the listing agent know that you're bringing your uh, inspector through. So there's okay. no problem. Right. But in, in all seriousness, you know, if I had somebody in a showing that got up in my attic, they would be like, never selling to you. I don't care what you offer me. Right. Right. Um, that, okay. would, that would be a thing. Invasion um, of privacy. So, um, but that is happening. It is. That is happening. Absolutely. And so you really just have to think how badly do you want it. Now, right. I will say in doing real estate for 15 years, you know, when it's rare when you get an inspection that's so bad mm-hmm. that they walk away. Right, I mean, right. I literally could maybe count it on one hand. Same, Ex- exactly. And so, you know, what are you looking for? You're really looking for big gaping, you know, things in the foundation. That's right. the first thing I'm looking for. I'm looking for what what are the costs going to be for the big ticket stuff? Is the siding toast? Um, yes. Is the roof toast? How mm-hmm. old are the furnace and the and the things? Everything else, in my opinion, as a person, can be handled. Okay. Mm-hmm. If it's not going to fall over. Right. Right. If it's been standing for a while. If it's it, not unsafe. Yeah. Some way. Yeah. If it's in a good location. You know, when they say location, 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 that is the truth. Okay. Mm-hmm. That part you can't change. Next of all, the structure. You you know, that's tough to change. You can change it. You can fix it. That's what structural engineers are for. Okay. Um, but you kind of don't want to have to do that, especially right. if you're, you know, paying a lot of money for a house anyway. Now, if you've got something that's got a structural issue and it's so obvious, maybe there's your deal. Right. You know, maybe you'll be able to get a deal on somebody going, your house is Boeing right. in the basement. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Might be a good time to sell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, so those things. So just keep in mind that, yeah, it's it's risky, but um, it's happening. Right. Now, the last thing we'll talk about quickly is escalation clauses. Those have been for around for a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's when you say, Mr. Miss Seller, I'm going to give you this amount of money over the highest bid that you get, but not to go over my maximum of X. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... The, the tangents to understand is what is the dollar amount that you're willing to go over, and then what is the highest amount that you're willing to do. Okay. 
you factor that in and then you have to know how much available cash you are because if Miss Shelley says mm-hmm. you're pre-approved for 400 and you go to 420 where's that 20 coming That's from right. exactly exactly. I, exactly you know you can't tell me you're going to pay a million and not have a million right so show me the money right and it doesn't have as much credibility as coming in with your real offer i feel like okay. you know what i mean like it's got that the retail store that'll price mat price match or whatever you're like yeah 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 right I'm just gonna buy it here then you mm-hmm. know what I mean I'm not gonna go through the effort of bringing right. in my ad and you're gonna match it and why didn't you just have it lower to begin with right you know what I'll I mean just go over there just and gives get you that it. feeling yeah. mm-hmm. see I disagree um, I love an escalation clause okay. I'm, I'm like it it helps the buyer not pay too much but in the case of when it gets really competitive and if it's neck and neck sometimes that escalation clause is the nose over the finish line. Okay. And I like a good escalation clause. So how do you know as a buyer what the offer was that you agreed to $100 over? How do you know that? Well, you have to have proof of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, so you read that. So listing agent will You put show that, that in your escalation okay. clause that we want proof of it. Good. Okay. And then they send you the part of the purchase agreement with the the personal information redacted. So you know that they're not just saying <laughs> exactly. it to try and bump up your offer. That's correct. Okay. However, We'll talk about this next time, but they could counter your offer at your high dollar amount. So, okay, Shelly, what's your number so they can get a hold of you? Yes, call me, 612-839-6918. And your turn, Mimi. Yeah, you can reach me at Mimi at MNRedHotRealEstate.com. And you can always find us at MyTalk1071.com, keyword red hot. Paying bills on time? Not maxing out credit cards? Yes, give yourself credit. You can get closer to big goals like home ownership by taking small steps to build up your credit. Level up your credit knowledge at Fannie Mae.com slash credit education. Hey. 